Hello and welcome to M's Authority Podcast. Thank you for being here. I believe if I'm correct, this is episode number 20. Uh, Don't quote me on this because sometimes I forget to check where we're at, but I'm pretty certain it's episode 20. So woo, go us. We made 20 episodes together. Thank you so much for being here. When I started this podcast, honestly, I did not know how long I would commit to this, but I have shown up for you every single week for the last 20 weeks. Uh, I am pretty darn proud of myself if I say so myself. So um, I am M. I am your astro guru. I am your go-to astro girl um, here to bring you and serve you the energy of the week and months and years and everything in between to help you navigate your life by the stars so that you're in alignment, so you can step into your power and own who you truly came here to be. Uh, That is my mission. So as always, thank you for being here, uh, especially my longtime listeners. And if you're new here, welcome. Um, this episode is actually uh, going to be probably a little bit of a longer episode than normal. Uh, this is the month ahead episode. So this one is all about Saggy season. Uh, so I'll speak into uh, the month ahead, give you a bit of an overview. And of course, in between that, um, each week I give you the rundown of the week. Um, I'll also give you the rundown of this week as well. Um, so there's lots of juicy goodness to unpack. But before I jump straight into that, again, as always, if you haven't already, can you please uh, subscribe to this podcast? And if you haven't either, leave me a rating or a review uh, would mean the world to me and it helps the searchability of this podcast so that we can reach more people and help more people get connected and aligned. Um, And also if you haven't, like share it to a loved one, share it to a friend, share it to someone who you think will get uh, benefit and value from this podcast. So um, also if you've been following me over on the Instagrams, and I think I might have dropped a hint on last week's episode, uh, but I have officially launched my 2024 year ahead astrology readings. Uh, in these readings, it's actually really cool. Um, you know, I give you a pre-recorded um, personal reading uh, in a video format where I break down every month of the year and how each new moon and full moon is going to affect you, what's going to be coming up, um, and then obviously going into the major themes of the year for you and how that's actually going to be affecting you personally what to look out for, how the eclipses are going to land for you, all of the juicy goodness. Um, so those are only $97 and they going to give you so much value and it's a pre-recorded thing. So you can always go back to it. You can, um, you know, rewatch it each month just so you can get a um, refresh of what's coming up for you for that particular month. Um, they're going to be super, super potent and powerful. And I'm only doing 10 because it actually takes quite a lot of me, a lot of me, a lot of work for me to put those together for you. Um, if anyone knows astrology and how to collate data, it's a lot of data collation and bringing lots of things in and weaving, um, you know, your own personal chart to that. Um, so if that is something that you are interested in, I will have the link here. Um, it's yeah, they're going to sell out very quickly. So jump onto those as soon as possible. They also make beautiful Christmas gifts. So, um, if you are looking to gift that for someone for Christmas, um, you'll just need to know their time of birth uh, and date of birth and place of birth. And then I can have that delivered however you see fit by email, um, whether I send it to you or to them. Um, But it's going to be a beautiful uh, gift and it will be the gift that keeps giving the whole year. So uh, jump onto that. Um, What else? What else? Uh, I just finished my women's circle uh, this afternoon recording this on Sunday the 19th. Um, So we just had a beautiful journey with some beautiful women in my life. Um, In our sister circle, we went a bit shamanic. We did some deep healing and went on a beautiful breath, cacao, uh, sound and meditation journey. So that was super powerful. I'm feeling like I'm so lit up, so connected um, by that. So 
Um, the next one, I'm actually, I felt called to still, I was thinking like, oh, December gets a bit crazy with like Christmassy stuff, but um, I think it's actually really important and we all need that during that crazy, silly season time. So I will be running another uh, circle. So if you are on the Sunshine Coast, uh, the circle will be, I believe, I think it's the Sunday the 17th of December will be the next one uh, and we'll be seeing out the year of 2023 that was uh, and yeah we'll just kind of feel into whether we're doing any kind of calling in of the 2024 energies um, it's going to be actually during a Mercury retrograde so I always find that my psychic senses are super, super heightened during that time. Um, so if you are wanting to come to that I know that I will be super tuned in and tapped on in intuitionally <laughs> internally with my intuition um so that's one you probably won't want to miss um it's on a sunday afternoon three to five there shouldn't be any christmas gatherings on a sunday let's be real uh, everyone will be g'ing up for christmas the following week but it's important to take that time for yourself as we go into this silly season where we get a bit crazy so uh i will pop a link for that probably not in this one because i actually haven't got that ready yet but uh keep your eyes peeled for the link for that one that's always a pay what you can event so that everyone can come Anyways, enough about selling stuff and <laughs> doing all of the things. Let's dive into this episode. So um, before I even, I feel like there's always more, but wait, there's more. <laughs> um, I also pulled a card for you guys again this week. Uh, it's been a really cool little thing just to get you set up for the week. Um, and this card I pulled from the Rebecca Campbell Work Your Light Oracle deck, and it is the Pillar of Light card. Uh, your vibration is rising and you are the oracle. So a beautiful, beautiful card. I am just trying to get the, uh, I should have had that organized. Um, what do you call it? The actual reading from the book. Uh, where are we? Pillar of Light, page 98. Bear with me, guys. You can see how unedited and raw this always is. Uh, most of the time I fly by the seat of my pants. And you know what? It normally works out pretty good for me. So that's good. All right. Um, so pillar of, oh, I pulled up, opened the wrong thing. What was, what did I say? 98, not 93. Come on in, get it together. <laughs> oh gosh, you guys must love listening to this. Anyways, uh, you are heaven and earth in perfect expression, a conduit for the light of the heavens to earth. You are the rainbow bridge. Take time to meditate. Imagine yourself as a pillar of light connecting to the light of the heavens above with the earth. As the light shines through each of the chakras, you activate the rainbow bridge that many ancient scriptures speak about, raising your vibration and the vibration of the planet. Linking the higher realms of the cosmos, guides, angels, and spirit with the ancient wisdom keepers and beings of the planet Earth. They dance together through you. They sing together through you. Without your body, voice, and creations, neither can be expressed. For too long, we've been taught that God is outside of us, giving away our power to angels and spirit guides. But without you, they do not have a voice. You are the oracle. Do not look for guidance outside, for you hold all of the wisdom of the entire universe and cosmos in the portal of your heart. In every cell of your body, do not, in every, yeah, you hold the wisdom of the entire universe um in every cell of your body do not see the angels and guides as above you for without you they have no way of communicating you are the oracle you are the rainbow bridge you are the pillar of light so always remember that come back to you and again as always it's like a beautiful reminder for me and not always outsourcing your power to okay if i see this sign um i will xyz if i do this it's actually like no you need to come back to your power and see what is 
uh, needing to be actioned or um, what needs to change. So beautiful reminder there, lovely ones. Uh, now let's jump right into the week ahead and then I will jump into Sanji season as we move through all of that. So uh, this week, uh, we're in that culmination middle week between the new moon and the full moon. So again, the moon is going to hit its first quarter um, and then it is going to be building into that full moon. So again, it's this buildup of energies. So uh, with that might mean you've got a bit of pressure to get some stuff finished that you wanted to do before, you know, the silly season really kicks off, um, even though we're kind of in that energy now. But um, yeah, it's a time of, you know, getting things finished, wrapping up um, and building up to the culmination of the big release of the full moon. So that's the sort of energy we're heading into this week um, as, yeah, the full moon will be on the following Monday, the 27th of November, I believe it is. Um, but again, I will touch on that shortly. Um, but for tomorrow or today, which will be when you're listening to this, uh, Monday, the 20th, there is nothing major happening on Monday the 20th. Um, so, yeah, it's just going to be a day ruled by the moon. Um, the moon hits its first quarter. It will be in Aquarius, I believe. Um, so, yeah, a nice time to go back and tune into your own uniqueness, what makes you uniquely you. Um, and, yeah, if you need to come together, seek out your community. Those are the kind of themes that may present themselves on Monday. Now, on Tuesday, the 21st, Pluto makes a sextile to the sun. So uh, this means that it's a really nice flowing energy of transformational energy with Pluto with its treating its natural ruler of Scorpio uh, because the sun is in its last few degrees of Scorpio before it moves into Sag season uh, on Thursday, the 23rd. So uh, this is a beautiful time to do that last little bit of transformation. Um, sextiles really are that nice flowing energy and supporting energy. Um, so, you know, if you have been through um, after that last uh, new moon that we went through that closed that eclipse portal in Scorpio last week, um, if you are feeling like the transformation hasn't quite started yet, this will be a beautiful supporting energy for that transformation to be illuminated to you or what needs to change. So, Post-eclipse season, you kind of come out of that, you're kind of grounding and you're like, holy shit, what the fuck happened? Um, that Pluto sextile the sun on the Tuesday the 21st is going to be like, hey, this is where the change needs to happen and it's going to be really supportive energy. Um, and also a really beautiful healing energy because we also have Mercury who is in Sagittarius um, and it is training Chiron, which is in Aries. So a beautiful fire train. Um, between Mercury and Chiron. So it's about healing with our words. Um, and yeah, there's a beautiful supportive energy of, you know, whether it's healing words to yourself um, and truth about, like a truth will be revealed to you around um, yourself or what you've been believing about yourself. I feel like it's going to be something around like your beliefs. Um, and if you've held maybe a negative or limiting belief, uh, the truth will be like, actually, no, that no longer serves me. That is not my truth. Um, and that's going to, you know, be um, communicated to you and illuminated to you on the way in which you can transform. So Tuesday will be a powerful transformative day. Um, so stay uh, aware of what's coming up for you on that day. Um, and then like Wednesday is almost like, okay, Yep, I'm aware of what uh, needs to transform. And we have Mars, which is in, um, I'm pretty sure, he's, yeah, he must still be in Scorpio. Um, he is sextiling Pluto in Capricorn. And so uh, that energy is about the initiation. Like it's time to start actioning and changing the things that need um 
to be changed. As we've come out of this, let's also just reflect back on the week that was um, where we had that Mars Kazemi on Saturday of last week or this week just gone, um, whatever that was, Saturday the 18th. Um, we had that Mars go Kazemi with the sun. And that was like the rebirth cycle of Mars. Uh, Mars goes on a two-year cycle. And so um, that was really asking us to review our energy, where we're putting our energy, what needs to shift and change and transform with our energy. Um, And again, this is like that next action step. So it's almost like, you know, we got that little glimpse and now this is the time to action those transformations. I feel like I've been saying this, you know, there's been lots of different energies that have been coming up, but now is the time to start taking action. And yes, action can be slow, but it's just like, you know, what's that next step? It doesn't mean that you go from, you know, where you are exactly right now to your dream vision straight away. No, there has to be little action steps involved along the way. And so that's what these little um, tidbits are that are popping up for you this week. Um, now on Thursday, the 23rd, uh, we have a couple of things. We have the sun entering Sagittarius. Fuck yes. Uh, so keen for Saggy season. Um, it's going to be such a welcome change from the depths of Scorpio coming out of the eclipse portal. It's actually going to be a fucking nice change. Um, fucking, I'm here for Sag season. My moon is in Sag. I live, I breathe Saggy energy. Um, so it's just going to be really nice to change things up a bit. And just go a bit more lighthearted energy. Um, so, yes, that is happening on Thursday. And then as soon as the sun moves into Sagittarius, so it's like, hey, I'm squaring Saturn in Pisces. So I feel like there's, when it's sun square Saturn, I feel like it's, you know, those two masculine energies about initiation and pressure around, like, taking the next steps, taking the next action and discipline towards uh, the next things, you know. So you're going to have that. Um, Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, you're going to be aware of what needs to transform and then having the sun illuminate um, in that square to Saturn. Um, I feel like this is actually more about completing things first before you actually move on to the next steps towards that transformation. So this is about um, the Saturn being in Pisces is about endings and completions um, and the sun moving into Sagittarius and having that pressure of like, okay, we need to adapt, we need to change um, and we need to wrap this up first before we then move into Um, that big transformation and taking action on that transformative change. So that is basically uh, welcome to Saggy season. (laughs) We get a little bit of like, okay, yep, this is what needs to end. This is what needs to change. Um, And there's a little bit of pressure about that. Um, And also I feel like it's about the discipline and coming back into your truth. Um, The Sagittarius is very much a truth seeker. And as it makes a square to Saturn, it's like the pressure to find what the truth is. And again, it comes back to like when we have uh, Mercury training Chiron on the Tuesday, um, you know, bringing that healing truth through our communication. I feel like this is definitely more uh, illuminating the truth of um, like our deeper soul journey. Like there's just something that needs to, it's going to be pushed out uh, with all of that pressure and needing to end first before the new can take place and that transformation. So I hope that makes sense because sometimes when I'm going through some of this, it's like I'm a channel. Uh, This energy and information just kind of comes through me. I have a few notes of dates and stuff and then the rest just kind of boom, it all comes through. Um, So most of the time it's probably not even really from me. Uh, It's from the cosmos above, my guides, my angels, all of the things. Um, One thing you will learn about me is that I do have quite an open channel um, and I channel a lot from 
uh, source, if you will. Uh, and it's something that I'm definitely still working with and being confident and trusting that the information I channel is worthy of sharing. So I've had a few things come up around that. Anyways, I digress again. Um, so enough about me. Let's talk more about Thursday. So we also have uh, Venus opposing Chiron in Aries. And now this is where, um, you know, any kind of woundings around our relationships um, is going to come up. So uh, if you've still been navigating this period of, um, again, Venus has been heavily activated this year. I've banged on about it a lot. Um, so all of our relationships have been really tested and transformed and gone through so many different uh, motions. Um, so Venus opposing Chiron and Aries is really about if there's any kind of uh, deep core woundings that haven't been addressed yet, they're going to come to the surface. They're going to um, come up. Now, the other thing with this energy is to make sure that you don't get too stuck in your victim mentality. Uh, that can be the other thing where Venus is in its natural rulership of Libra. And then it's opposing Chiron. So, you know, that wounded healer energy. So it's like, don't be a victim to, you know, where you've been. Actually take your power back um, and make that healing change. Uh, that's the energy that is really coming back. And again, this also aligns with that um, North Node in Aries energy as well. Um, and coming back to your own power and stop people pleasing. Um, so that's going to be a really beautiful thing there. So if you've got any wounds around uh, that, that's going to be brought to the surface on Thursday. Uh, so bang, welcome to Sag season. And then it's like, hey, uh, this is what's happening. Um, and then Friday we have Mars entering Sag. Um, so Mars and the sun are moving quite close together, but they're going to start separating a little bit as they both, uh, you know, go on their different uh, journeys. Um, and then on Saturday we have uh, Mercury going, actually, is that Saturday? I've written the 22nd. Either I can't spell, so it might even be Wednesday or Saturday. Let me just double check that. Uh, whilst we are here as to when that shadow period begins. Um, okay, no, it's the 25th. Yes, I was right. Um, so <laughs> on the Saturday, Mercury actually starts its pre-shadow period. And that is um, where Mercury will be We were having a Mercury retrograde to see at the end of this year and right in the middle of that Christmas New Year period, uh, we will be in a Mercury retrograde. Um, so nothing to freak out about. I will talk you through that as we get a little bit closer to that. But on that Saturday, that is where Mercury will be uh, in its shadow. So basically, this is the degree point where Mercury will then start to go all the way back to its retrograde from this point. So it will move forward um, until it actually stations uh, for its retrograde on December the 13th in alignment with that new moon uh, in Sagittarius. And again, I will get to that probably in the next couple of weeks. So we don't want to get too ahead of ourselves here. Um, and so basically it's where Mercury goes retrograde and he goes all the way back to that 22 degree mark before he then goes forward again and goes over where he's been. And I guess that's the energy of the retrograde is that pay attention to what comes up on that Saturday, because that is going to be areas which are going to be worked over in your life and highlighted once again through that period of retrograde and during a retrograde, it's all about reflection, introspection, and turning within um, and really seeing what needs to uh, be reworked, be um, refined, um, and all kind of things related to that, especially with our communication, uh, the way we do things, um, our connection to source, all things related to that. Um, so that is Saturday. And then Sunday, uh, we have Mercury training the North Node. So a really beautiful supportive energy around our communications. Um, 
and you might receive some information that helps with your evolvement or your highest growth or your soul's evolution um, on Sunday. Um, And I think that's going to be like a really, yeah, even just like a beautiful conversation or connection or something might drop in from uh, spirit source, whatever you want to call it, um, in regards to like what your next steps are, what's for your highest good and where the energy is that you're really wanting to head. Um, And then also as well, be aware as Mars has entered Sag, uh, it's going to make that square with Pisces, uh, a Saturn in Pisces, sorry. Um, So a Saturn square Mars is a lot of pressure. um, And sometimes that can mean, um, especially with that fire sign, Mars being a fire sign of Sagittarius, Sagittarius is going to want to, you know, get to the bottom of the truth. Um, And Saturn is in Pisces and it's wanting to wrap up and complete things. Um, So a a pressure square with Saturn and Mars generally can involve conflict, um, especially being uh, in Mars in a fire sign. So I feel like there's going to be like maybe a butting of heads around like, you know, this is my truth versus this is your truth versus, you know, you're wrong. This is what I know, Um, even stuff around beliefs. Um, So be aware of um, Sunday and what comes up for you around that. Um, Yeah, it's a it's just a bit of a a tension um, and even pay attention to what's going on with, um, you know, all of these uh, wars and things happening, you know, that are absolutely atrocious uh in the world with um yeah you know all these wars and stuff like stuff I feel like I can't even articulate that but um yeah you know all of this stuff around like the Israel and Palestine and all of all of that sort of stuff um it will be interesting to see what actually happens with that Mars square Saturn um it could go yeah like there's a bit of pressure and something else comes out of that um but I feel like that can then kind of mean that it kind of finishes with a bang and there will be something that may complete but again um that can go a few different ways I'm not going to speak into that too too much that is your week ahead. Now uh, let's dive into Sag season. So again, these episodes are a little bit longer, a bit more fuller, full of lots of information to digest. Um, but yeah, Saggy season brings with it, you know, we start off with Saggy season with quite a bang. Um, as I've mentioned with those couple from Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, um, you know, we're still like, it's quite dense energy. Like 2023 has been a big fucking year, guys. Um, it's been a lot. And just, you know, as we head into 2024, there will obviously be tough energetic times, but, uh, it's definitely not going to be as intense as 2023 has been. Like, let me tell you, we will get a little bit of reprieve in some areas, but, um, yeah, it's just 2023 has been really fucking a big year energetically and astrologically with lots of shifting and changing and lots of people, you know, awakening to, you know, other um, parts of themselves that, you know, are beyond this 3D. We've had lots of like a mass awakening, I guess, um, and people kind of coming back to, oh, yeah, we are kind of maybe part of something different. You know, not everyone, but most people are waking up. So it's beautiful. Uh, anyways, I digress. I digress. Um, so Sag season. Now, Saggies, uh, to give you some keywords and traits about Sagittarius and what to expect this season, Saggies are adaptable. They love change. They love travel. Um, they are always seeking deeper spiritual truths and beliefs. Uh, they hold very strong beliefs. Now, Sagittarius, if you are a Sagittarius sun, moon, or rising, or have strong Sagittarian placements in your chart, uh, most of the time, Sagittarians just know stuff. Like we know stuff. Um, and then we don't really know how we know this stuff. We just know it. And nine times out of 10, like we're pretty right. Um, as much as people don't want us to be right, we mostly are right with the truth. 
um, because that's what we're seeking. That's what we're here for. So Sagittarius is represented by the archer um, and he is seeking the truth and shooting the arrow towards the truth. Um, So it's that constant searching and seeking, but sometimes uh, we always know that there is an endless pursuit in our searching and seeking and that there must be an end or there must be, you know, we can always continue to go. So how far are you willing to go to search for the truth? Um, So yeah, that's kind of a bit of a a snapshot of what Sagittarius energy brings for us. Um, But it is a really lighthearted energy, you know, Sagittarius people um, can be quite like, you know, those YOLO people that are like, fuck it. I just booked a holiday overseas on my credit card because fuck it, I can and YOLO. And they're quite adaptable. They love starting new things. They get bored. And they're really like fun. Um, I can speak a lot into this because I am a Sagittarius moon. This is how I view the world, guys. This is me. Um, so it's I have a, a few conflicting energies in my chart. I have one very stable grounding Taurus sun, which is very strong energy. But then I have this Sagittarius moon inside of me that's the adventurer, the seeker, wants to go travel, that wants to go and just fucking do something new all the time because they get bored. And I just want that, you know, newness and freshness. And I'm just so adaptable. <laughs> So that's the that's the energy that we're heading into. Um, so uh, if I'm breaking down uh, Saggy season and what's going to be coming up for you um, based on your rising sign uh, for the season of Sag uh, and what themes to look out for and how you can best uh, embody your Saggy energy. Uh, so I'm going to break it down rising sign by rising sign. Um, and then I will speak a little bit into the Gemini full moon that uh, we will be having on the 27th of November. And then by that stage, you probably will be sick of me uh, and I might wrap up the episode. <laughs> so um, if we, are, if you are an Aries rising, This uh, Sagittarius season is going to be activating your ninth house. So uh, when you have a ninth house sun activation, you know, you might feel called to um, really want to go on a long distance trip. So like an overseas holiday, Um, it might be really supportive of you to want to go and study something new, to go and learn new things, Um, you know, even enrolling in like a really long kind of um, higher educational course, like university, um, some kind of degree or something like that. you might feel called to, yeah, want to study something, to want to uh, even dive more into your spirituality, your spiritual practices, your spiritual beliefs. Um, they are the themes that are going to be coming up for you as a Aries rising. Um, so if you are a Taurus rising, your eighth house is going to be activated. Now, this energy is a little bit more internalized. So you might internally kind of feel the stirrings of like needing to shift and change um, and wanting to bring in some kind of, you know, focusing on more of like the occult practices. So, you know, you might be looking at, oh, I'm really interested in studying more astrology. I'm really interested in going to this meditation course. I'm really interested in learning about this aspect of death and transformation. Um, it, the eighth house is a Scorpio ruled house. So we kind of layer that in with the Sagittarius energy and it's about wanting to try new things um, and being a seeker and a quester in uh your pursuit for those kind of occult things. So uh, if you are a Gemini rising, your relationship house is going to be activated. So pay attention to what comes up for you with regards to your relationships. Um, If you are feeling like you you probably are the type of person that needs a lot of adventure and changes uh, within your relationships with people, Um, you might get bored of people quite quickly. You need that constant kind of like, oh, you know, um, I want some more depth or I want 
to learn more about this person. Um, you're quite fascinated with how people work in their own belief systems uh, and especially, yeah, the, how their beliefs are around relationships. Um, so that will be activating for you. Um, so again, pay attention to what's coming up within your relationships. Uh, if you are a Cancer Rising, Sagittarius is ruling your sixth house. And so this is all about your day-to-day routines and rituals. They're getting a bit of a, a wake up and shake up, um, you know, looking at what um, what it is and how each day runs. Like, are you happy with the way things are? Do you need to shift and change things? It's going to be a bit of a focus on that. Um, the sixth house also rules our health. Um, so you might feel called to start a health kick or to, um, yeah, take your health, uh, and be adaptable with perhaps what something you're already doing. You may need to shift and change. Um, and the other thing the sixth house rules is around work. So like your, you know, your daily workings, what, how does your workday look? Um, you might feel called to make some shifts and changes uh, in and around that. Now, if you are a Leo rising, which is me, uh, this is activating the fifth house. The fifth house rules our creative expression, children. Uh, it's a beautiful time for me in terms of creativity. So I'm excited to see uh, what beautiful things are going to be birthed. Uh, and it's also my moon season. So it's like I feel emotionally home here. Um now, uh, yeah, if you obviously don't have your moon in the fifth house of Sagittarius and you're a Leo rising, so that may not be relevant to you uh, specifically there. But for any other Leo risings, um, yes, you will feel a bit of an illumination in terms of your creativity. Um, you may also feel connected to wanting to do new fun things Um Think about what the things you did as a child and what brought you joy as a child. Um, that will be a really beautiful time to go and revisit um, certain things like that. So it's about having fun, uh, letting your hair down a bit and, yeah, really inviting that joy and fun into your life. Um, uh, Virgo, if you, yeah, if you're a Virgo rising, this is going to be activating your fourth house. So this might be a time where you're feeling a bit more turn. Um, I've lost my words completely. Um, the fourth house rules home and family. So you might be feeling like a bit of and your private life. So you might be feeling called to kind of be a bit more internal. Maybe you need to just kind of hermit a little bit. Christmas and the build up to Christmas can be a little bit intense and it just you might need to, you know, retreat and come back home. Um, but be adaptable and, you know, change your plans up around that uh, to suit um, how you're feeling. And, you know, if you do need to kind of retreat, uh, if it's feeling a bit much for you, then yeah, you it's okay. Honor that. Um, you don't always have to be, you know, that extrovert around Christmas and the silly season time. Uh, if you are liberalizing, this is activating your third house, and this is all around your communication, um, your thoughts, your intellectual uh, abilities are all being um, illuminated here. And so it's like, how can you be adaptable? Um, in and around your communication, uh, this may mean that you want to go on short little uh, trips, uh, weekend little getaways, um, and just re- retreat, recharge, um, and, yeah, kind of come back to filling that adventure without having to go on the big, massive, long overseas holiday. You know, you can just go out and have that short-term trip. Um, so you might feel called or have that niggle that might need to be, yeah, just go and have that weekend getaway. Um, if you are a Scorpio rising, this will be activating your second house. So this is your money house. Um, so again, whenever the sun is making a transit to you, your second house, this is illuminating, you know, your values, your worth, um, your stories around money. So um, yeah, how can you bring more adventure, adaptability into your money-making stuff? 
really taking a look and illuminating around your beliefs um, and do they need to shift and change? Do they need to transform? Um, that is going to be highlighted for you, Scorpio Risings. Uh, if you're a Saggy Rising, uh, welcome to your season of rising. And also if your birthday, uh, if you're a Saggy Sun, happy birthday. It's your birthday month on this energy. Um, this is a shout out to Rosie. She's a Saggy Sun and it's her birthday month. So embrace that energy, girlfriend. And as we said before, it's like, go back and have fucking fun. Um, so I'm excited to have some fun with you. So we need to get together and have fun. <laughs> um, but if you are a Sagittarius, let's go back to where we were. If you're a Sagittarius rising, uh, this is activating your first house. And the first house is all about your outward expression. Uh, it rules your body. Um, and yeah, so how are you expressing yourself? Uh, is there a need to potentially be a bit more adaptable in your expression? Um, the first house can also kind of rule um, more around like our you know, our physical looks and our personality, you know, you might feel called to be like, oh, actually, I want to do a bit of work on this. Or I might get, um, you know, I, I feel like making a change here or getting a facial, like, I don't know um, how that plays out for you. But, you know, your actual aesthetic or your physical appearance uh, is also ruled by the first house. So um, themes around that might come up for you, Saggy Risings. Uh, if you're a cat rising, this is activating your 12th house. So again, this might be a time where you're feeling a bit more internal, wanting to retreat, retract um, from social outings. Uh, you might just need to, yeah, replenish and recharge. You might be feeling a little bit uh, zapped uh, during Sag season. So it's just that time. Honor that if it needs to be that inward introspective time. Go within uh, a beautiful time for you to uh, start a meditation practice. If you don't already meditate, uh, when you have a 12th house activation, um, it's always a beautiful time to connect to source, connect to spirit, to meditate, uh, to go beyond the physical uh, realm. Uh, so that is if you are a Cap rising, uh, Aquarius rising, this is activating your 11th house. And the 11th house is your natural rulership house. So again, this is about bringing your, uh, getting together with your community, uh, being uh, really inspired by your goals. Uh, the 11th house rules our goals and our aspirations as well. So, um, you know, having a kind of, maybe you're feeling called to have a look at your goals for 2024 early and really kind of go, yep, this is what I'm aspiring to do. This is where I want to head. Um, that's what will be coming up for you if you're on Aquarius rising. And last but not least, poor Pisces, you're always last. Um, maybe I'm going to have to redo it and go Pisces to Aries next time. Uh, but Pisces rising, this is activating your 10th house. Now, this is a beautiful time for you to be seen, uh, to, you know, step into the holiday period, to really get yourself out there. That uh, The 10th house rules our public self. Um, so it's a beautiful time to be seen. If you do have a business and you are a Pisces rising, this is a beautiful time to launch uh, because the sun is activating that public image. And so you will be seen. Um, so yeah, be careful how you're being seen, what you're putting out as your public self. Uh, you will be in the spotlight uh, for the month of Saggy season. Um, so that is uh, everyone's rising signs broken down for Sag season. And last but certainly not least, we will be finishing with the Gemini new moon, uh, full moon, Gemini full moon. Fuck, this has been a big episode, guys. I have talked a lot. I don't even know how long we're at time-wise, but um, if you've made it this long, thank you. Um, you're going to get so much out of this anyway. I feel like I've got a really good channel today, um, so there's lots and lots of juicy goodness coming through for you. 
Now, uh, the Gemini full moon. So this is happening on Monday next week. So I'm going to give you the heads up for this so that, um, you know, you don't, by the time the next episode drops on Monday, it would have probably already been past the moon, blah, 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 whatever. So going to give you the heads up now and give you the rundown of the Gemini full moon. So uh, normally this, yeah, this moon is kind of a big one. All the moons are pretty big with what's going on right now. Um, It's just a lot of a lot of big energies. So if you've been feeling a bit fucking wiped out and a bit shit, uh, just know that you're probably not alone, that a lot of people have been going through a lot of shit post-eclipse season. Uh, even that Scorpio new moon was really fucking dense. Um, and this one, yeah, it's probably going to be bringing up, a, a, you know, a few things too. So uh, the ruler of this moon is in fact Mercury. Now, Mercury, as we touched on, has uh, started to hit its shadow period. So um, it's Mercury is kind of going to be a bit more internalized, a bit more introspective. So this moon is all related to communication um, and, you know, the the fun, loving, um, kind of just really social aspect of Gemini. Um, you know, we have this Gemini in the silly seat, this Gemini full moon in the silly season, right in the sort of the start of the silly season um, that kind of opens us up to uh, what's ahead. So it's that real social kind of outward expressive kind of time, obviously um, not for everyone, because as we went through the rising signs of each of the charts, some people are going to be, you know, feeling really uh, retracting and wanting to go within. So <clears throat> Again, uh, this is general information, obviously, depending on how this affects your chart, can be different. Hence why the 2024 readings uh, for the year ahead are going to be fucking important because guess what? When it comes to every single moon, uh, you will know exactly what house is going to be activated, what's going to be coming up, what you need to focus on. So that is uh, why I've done that and offered that because it's fucking powerful. And 97 bucks, like for the work that I put into that, that is absolutely a bargain. Um, anyways, uh, I digress yet again. Um, okay, so where were we? So, yes, this moon is all around communication. Uh, and Mercury is in, uh, will be in, actually, let me double check that. He must be, yeah, he'll be in Sag. <laughs> Mercury is in Sag. Um, so he is opposing this moon as well. Um, and so there's going to be this really kind of need to, oh, pardon me. Got the burps. I'm just going to take a sec. I feel like I've been talking a lot. I'm just going to have a sip of water. Okay. Um, so Mercury, yeah, is not necessarily at his strongest here right now as he's starting to uh, hit his shadow period where he's going to come back over these degree points. So, again, um, yeah, I feel like this moon can kind of mean that we need to go a little bit within in terms of our communication. Um, the moon is opposing Mars. So another moon opposing Mars, um, as now Mars is picking up a bit more speed and, um, yeah, it's in Sagittarius now, a fire sign. So again, whenever there's a moon opposite Mars, uh, emotions might be high. You might feel like there's a bit of tension, um, especially with an opposition, you might kind of get a bit ragey <laughs> with your emotions. Moons rule our emotions as well. Uh, and when it's opposite Mars, um, and again, that uh, new moon in Scorpio also was opposite Mars. So Mars has been heavily activated as well after coming through his Kazemi and now having that rebirth cycle. Um, so, yeah, so I feel like just be aware of your reactions, your energy um, and what you're putting your energy towards. Like, is it really worth going into that conflict? Um, you know, all that emotional kind of stuff. Like it's, yeah, it's going to just kind of be like, okay, now that you're aware of this, you know, 
not necessarily so much through, I feel like it will be through your conversations and your words, given that Mercury is the ruler of this moon. So again, it's another moon to just kind of bite your tongue uh, and just watch uh, that you're not (laughs) kind of being a bit aggressive and letting the emotions get the better of you. Um, Now, this moon is also square Saturn. um, So that is always fun. A moon square Saturn is really about where in our emotional world do we need to really pay attention to? Where do we need to be more disciplined? So I think this is kind of like setting us up for like, you know, let's be more disciplined with our emotion, with, with our emotions, with our communication um, and our feelings because Pisces energy, which is where Saturn is, is very much about um, feelings and sensitivities and things like that. So it's really going to kind of um, make that aware to us around what needs to uh, shift and change in terms of the discipline around your conversations and your emotions. Um, that's a really interesting theme that's playing out. Um, but the, the moon, this, again, this moon is very uh, afflicted or and or being activated by a lot of different things as well. Uh, it's also training Pluto. So what this means, like there's not very many moons. And again, I think the last moon was a couple of moons ago where the moon was actually uninhibited or unaspected, meaning that the moon was just completely in its own energy. But whenever um, I'm speaking about moons and I'm saying that this is aspecting this or this is means it's just basically changing the energy and adding in a different element with that um, planet that is also influencing the moon. Um, so Pluto is also influencing this moon, but however, Pluto is in a very supportive way. It is this beautiful uh, transformative train that we're having. So yeah, I feel like there's definitely going to be breakthroughs uh, as with full moons, it's all about releasing. Um, and again, if you're, I feel like I've gone all over the place this episode. However, um, this full moon is the perfect full moon to finally recharge your crystals. Um, so we obviously haven't been working with the moons because it's been a bit ecliptic, a bit cray-cray. Uh, but this is the kind of energy that, you know, this transformative dream with Pluto, uh, this is the energy that you're wanting to charge yourself up with, charge your crystals, put your moon water out, drink your moon water, do whatever you feel called to do with that. Um so, yeah, that will be uh, the moon having that, yeah, train transformational um, aspect to Pluto in Capricorn. Um, and then Mercury, the ruler of this moon, is sextiling Venus. So I feel like there's going to be some really healing, supportive conversations uh, in and around our relationships. Um, so, again, you know, there may be conflict, but then I feel like through our communication, when we're really actually more conscious and present with it, there can be this really nice um transformative healing taking place uh with that and having those conversations that are for our highest good you know it might even mean that um I feel like we've you know we've had this topic around a few harder conversations uh I think it was with regards to something a couple of weeks ago there was that you know um element of needing to have those hard conversations now I feel like the the communication has opened up more we're going to be more present with what needs to shift and change And it's going to be, yeah, like really healing conversations for our highest good because um, Mercury is also squaring Neptune. Now, Mercury squaring Neptune can kind of go a little bit of pressure around, like, is this really the truth of what I'm seeing? Um, Is there um, more to what I'm being shown right now? So, again, just kind of be curious. Gemini is very curious. Keep that energy open and curious about... um, you know, those conversations and the information that you're receiving. Um, but I feel like, yeah, as an overall whole, like the Mercury is also training the North Node. So it's really supporting us in that highest evolution. Um, so, yeah, as Mercury and Neptune break out of that square, uh, I feel like you'll get a lot more clarity around uh, what it is that um, 
needs to shift and change uh, with that communication and in around our relationships. Um, And because, yeah, Gemini is a really social sign as well. Um, not necessarily specific to relationships. The only reason I mentioned that is because Mercury um, is sextiling Venus and Venus is the ruler of relationships. Um, so that is uh, the breakdown of the full moon in Gemini. So, yeah, I feel like it will be a really a beautiful time to, yeah, just kind of prepare to get ready of releasing 2023. Um, obviously, I think we do. Let me just double check that, uh, whether we have one more Yes, we finished the full moon uh, on the 27th of December with a cancer. We finished the year with a full moon in cancer on the 27th. So that will be the perfect time to do any letting go rituals of 2023. But we'll speak into that um, as we speak into the Cappy, Cappy, Capricorn episode uh, next month. Anyways, I feel like I've done a lot of talking. Um, I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I hope you get everything that you need out of this episode. Uh, Remember, if you got something out of this, share it with a friend because the more people that, you know, are aware of these energies, the more people are conscious of what's happening and uh, in alignment with the energies that are playing out. So uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, My deepest love and gratitudes to you. Um, I will be in your ears again next Monday and yeah, we will be speaking about the week ahead, but until then uh, stay grounded. um, Really just be fucking embracing Sagittarius season. Go and have some fucking fun guys. (laughs) Um, All of my love to you and I will speak to you next week.